Come on. Ooh. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. It's that time of year. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, buddy. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Come on, man. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Happy uh, week, friends. I was going to say day, but it might not be that day for you. So. Yeah. Happy uh, week for you. Yeah, here we go. We are we're getting into it. We're we're counting down to Christmas. Counting down. Yeah, we've been doing it even through Advent. We have, man. We actually, I forgot to tell you. Since the last time I told you the viewership on the Advent, it just over tripled on the first episode after I told you. I don't know what the spike came from, but it came. Like people went, oh yeah, I was going to do that. Yeah. Well, no, you put a. Uh, we put some socials out there about it. We did, but I thought I told you after we put the socials out. Anyway, this isn't necessarily well, what we we're did, but excited. we're glad that's you fun. guys are listening. That's yeah. the point. And most of you probably are listening to that as well. Yeah, so that's really cool. We hope it's been beneficial I've been with your families it. and friends. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, last night I uh, heard from Kayla. And you can go back and listen to other ones too yeah. that you missed. Yeah, Which we'll also address in another one that we've done with Kayla. Yes, we will. <laughs> Don't spoil all the Advent devotionals we have. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Well, glad you're here with us today. It's a it's a foggy day. It is a, another foggy day. But in I Benicia don't feel Town. foggy. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Feeling fresh. Fresh. Well, you got a fresh cut. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm feeling good on this Monday. Is that your Christmas haircut? Or are you gonna get another one for Christmas? Eve no, services? I get one right before. Yeah. I'm gonna get one on Friday, and we start our first services on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. Cutting it close. Get lined up. Man, that's cutting it close. Are you, the question is, are you going to get a haircut? <laughs> I've settled into this like dad sweater, long yeah, hair, I'm, no I'm shave like, look. <laughs> I was noticing it was like, huh, still just not tired huh, on the day. He's given up already. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I told Kaylin yesterday, I said, man, my hair's looking good these days. I'm going to keep it going. Let the flow go. I got told I look like Pablo Escobar with the flow of my hair. That's not a good thing. I'm, I'm going to spin it as a good way. No, I'm not saying your hair is bad, but why would we use that as a reference? That's the second time last week that I got told I look like Pablo Escobar. That's awful. Yeah, it's a reference. You don't even have a mustache. I know. Man, <laughs> if I did, though, there the similarities would be haunting. Uh, I You're was talking told, about looks only. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, a friend of ours sent me a picture of Pablo and a picture of me leading worship and said... Pablo Escobar, John Escatar. <laughs> oh my gosh, what did uh, what did the bride say about uh, your hair? Uh, she didn't respond. She, she just rolled her eyes. She doesn't engage in conversations for my own vanity. <laughs> she she's very over me she, at this point she, in her she, life. <laughs> she's. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's what I need. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm getting everything now. I'm turning and focusing towards Christmas Eve services. I'm getting pumped about them. Getting pumped. I am. You're doing uh, services Francisco. in San Francisco. I'm getting pumped as well. Yeah. I started practicing already. Practicing I heard the that. music. You and Jesse at the same time is blowing up the hallway. Different songs. It is. I'm just like, the same I volume. can't do this. This is crazy. Well, uh, I we think do. It's more frustrating. This is great. We actually practice things. Yeah, I think it'd be more frustrating if we were both doing the same song but different versions of the song. Oh, that would probably be more annoying. Yeah, because you're like you're kind of there, but you're just a little off. Yeah. Have uh, have you gotten your tickets yet for uh, the the first night? For Saturday night, I got five tickets. I got one for a kid. 
even though I think he'll probably sit on someone's lap. But uh, I wanted to have that wiggle room just in case if I want to bring somebody too that I meet on the streets. Meeting on the streets? Sorry, my street. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm still new in the neighborhood, so Speaking I'm not going Speaking of the invitation knocking. thing, I invited, so like the census has been going crazy in my neighborhood. The census? Yeah, the people, volunteers, they're like walking the neighborhood for the census. Oh. Do you know what a census is? I do, okay, but I, for some reason I didn't realize we're still doing that the same way. Well, you you get, I think they got something in the mail too. I mean, it's a lot. I'm like, they really want this information. So anyways, <clears throat> it was uh, an, uh, a, a guy who came and started asking me about the census and wanted me to do the census stuff. And so I got to talking to him. Well, like 20 minutes later, decided, you know, we were engaged in conversation, which isn't normal. Let's just say that. Long story short, he like does not do church. Hmm. Not interested in it because he thinks it's all, you know, nonsense and corrupt and all the above. And so Fair. I said, uh, yeah, check this out. I mean, give it a try, give it a shot. He came this week. Oh. Yeah. I It surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do invite, people come. They might actually show up. <laughs> and then you think, oh, darn it. Do I want them here? No, I'm just kidding. No, it was it was cool, man. I um, My wife walked by. Walked by, I was having a conversation with him, and I like caught eyes with her, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> look what happened!" What did he have to say about it? Uh, he said that um, he liked a lot of that stuff. He's a big um, secret guy. You remember the secret, like the uh -uh. thinking positive thoughts, hmm. and then positive things will happen. Yep. And that's the secret. I'm giving you the really fat, fast synopsis, yeah. but that was kind of like a fad. I feel like it's just a different name now, but I think that's the belief of a lot of people. It was real, real big, like when a book came out and all that stuff, like in 2005, 2006. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, you keep driving by that Porsche and you just keep thinking happy, affirmative thoughts that you're going to get that. Oh. And then when you think it, good things will come to you. Yeah. Or good things will go to other people when you're doing those things. And so that was where we engaged in a lot of our conversation. Cause he's like, have you heard of this? Like, this is, this is actually really good. And like most people who choose to do anything like morally well and just there is goodness in it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, a lot of his examples were actually had a lot to do with like social justice and care of others and that yeah. were in need and stuff. So that was yeah. cool. But I was like, yeah, hey, I think there's just more to the secret and it's not really a secret anymore. Like you can actually, like learn about it and have conversations about it because yeah and it's the most wonderful time of the year so since we're on that topic hey it's jesus yeah 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 <clears throat> so jesus. yeah he came he said um he really liked it i don't know if he'll come back again i mean i invited him to come to christmas eve service or maybe he'll stick his head back around there again and yeah man hey he came once some form of a seed has been planted love it yeah 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 I'm hoping to invite my neighbor. I'm hoping to see him again. This is what I've noticed about my two neighbors on either side of me. Uh, I've said hi to them both times. I don't know what they do for a living and the fact that they're gone. Weird hours. Mm. Like sometimes, like one guy on my, he's on my right. He'll be gone for days and then he'll be home for days. Or at least his truck is. And I'm confused. I'm like, I don't know what you do. I got to ask you next time I see you. And the same thing a for the other guy. Fighter. Yeah, maybe. And then the other guy, uh, I don't know what he does. He's very sweet. Uh, we talked for uh, quite a few minutes. Um, but again, gone super long hours. Like I, he's rarely there. 
So I got to figure Maybe these you just out. don't work that much. <laughs> That's the truth. You're always up. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting outside most of the day waiting for my neighbors to come home. In your rocking chair yeah. with your uh, lemonade. Morning, neighbor. <laughs> Wearing your dad sweater and your dad hair. Oh, you finally decided to come home. <laughs> I've been watching the place Don't for worry. You. There hasn't been I'm any on suspicious the activity. I'm on the neighborhood watch. Yeah, maybe that is the problem. I'm home far too often. So is the invitation your way to also kind of be sneaky and figure out what they do? Is that what you're trying to figure out? Uh, well, no, that's a side thing. I'm just hoping to... My point with that being, I haven't seen them in a very long time, like out. I'd like to see them again. Yeah. Um, and then, because I don't want to just go knock on their door and invite them. I'd like to actually have a conversation again and then have that come up organically. Because I feel like going up and just knocking on the door, I'm like selling Girl Scout cookies, and totally. then it's the same as leaving something behind. I've been so I've been doing hard work for a while now yeah. in preparation for this ask. So I'm feeling fairly confident that my barber is going to come. Yeah, with his you've girlfriend. been working on him for years. That sounds awful to say that. <laughs> been working on him. He actually, he's been working on me. He cuts my hair. Yeah. Well, I've gone there. We've he's a nice friends. guy. Yeah, we've become friends. Um. So I'm excited because uh, we had a conversation just the other day when I went and got a haircut. And I was like, it's Christmas time. He's like, dude, I got to go this time. I know you keep asking. <laughs> like, I really should. And I was like, yeah, no, no pressure, you know, but I would love for you to come. You know, I was like, I'll, I'll get you a seat or, you know, I'll walk you around, whatever. So that way yeah, yeah, it's yeah. my, you know, I'm hosting essentially. Yeah. Let's see. There's a... Well, the thing also with that <clears throat> is when like you have time with them. I've probably got like four other people that I'm feeling fairly confident just because been kind of prepping for this yeah and then two new neighbors that i have because well, my neighbor's new yeah. uh-huh yeah so i've got two names russ and damien yeah i've got Shadyar. that's the only one that i have okay that's yeah. good so those of you who are listening who are you bringing who yeah. are you gonna or at least who are you gonna invite and know their name right that's what we we're just talking about you don't want to just do like you said the girl scout cookie thing yeah it's like we don't even know each other but it's way different and that was a stat i gave yesterday at church that 82%, you can look on the inter- the internets <clears throat> and see all kinds of statistics that how much, you know, it's interesting, the statistics of like what people show up because of some like marketing thing from invitation to, a, you know, like a, like a hearsay or all the above, but it's 82% if it's something that happens personally mm-hmm. between two people. And like, I mean, that's the way it is with most of the stuff that we do. It's that's always what I'm, it, a personal I'm not just, recommendation. Right, and I'm not just talking about church. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just a stat. I think it's also important to say, like I, I was starting to say, you have time in these people, but you haven't given up on them. Like you've been going to your barber. I went to him two years ago for Christmas Eve services, and you were we were inviting him because you were like, hey, this guy goes there too. So this is the third year that you're inviting him that I know of to yeah. Christmas and not discouraged in the sense, but he also has time with you, so he knows, oh, I'm not going to lose his business if I – you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this now is, this is, this has gotten personal now. Yes. It doesn't have anything to do with the program. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, we're becoming friends and I care about you. This is something that I do. I'd love to have you. Right. Let's take this show on the road, man. It doesn't have to just be when I come in for a haircut. Yeah, totally. And you know, to encourage you too, like you just mentioned, I mean, multiple years of invitation and getting to know someone that's like pretty normal, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. cause we can get really discouraged cause we're like, we invited somebody to something, you know, one or two times and got turned down. So we just think like, no, it's done. I mean, I'm going to take the point and be done with it. But like normal relational work, you know, like as far as we did a series, you know, a couple of years ago, I think it was 
called This Invitational Life. Mm-hmm. And that, Shout those out are, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> those are some of my most fond memories of invitation. It wasn't just the, you know, random invite that came and then, you know, they got super plugged in and involved in a really quick way. It The ones that are most fond and memorable are the ones that, I'm going to try not to use the word work again, but like working at the relationship mm-hmm. and spent a long time investing into that and showing up kind of in the same place and actually caring about what they cared about. So it wasn't just focused on, I'm, you're a job to me. Like my, my end goal is just to get you to come and do yeah. something, but it was, it switches. Cause then it's like a, an, an authentic care for you. Yeah. Right. Is your, uh, are your old neighbors coming? Uh, the ones that we met. Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah. He said he's going to, I, I saw him, uh, trick or treating. We went to that neighborhood to oh, go good. see him again. I saw him. He's like, Hey man, I'm super pumped. Got to get my tickets for Christmas. And I was like, yeah, they'll be out in like a month. Good. Yeah. I love Dwayne. Yeah. We should, we should fire pit at your, at your house now. Let's get Dwayne over. Do a little, uh, acoustic around the yeah. fire. Be good. Wow. We can practice. We can practice Christmas stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's going to be playing at, uh, St. What is it? In Benicia. Doesn't he play guitar? St. Dom's. St. Dom's. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll yeah, practice our, our music together. Anyway, <laughs> no, this is this, this is year? actually really good conversation yes. to hear. I I think this is good for you to hear this, everyone, and to be like genuinely thinking about. And um, I don't know. My biggest prayer for you is just going to be the courage, because I I do actually get how difficult it is. Um, it, it's just weird. I mean, as much as I yeah. can be extroverted. And, you know, you could say, look, it's easy for you because, like, you're a pastor and it's your church. It's still, like, there's this social... I would argue that it's harder as a pastor and it being the church that you work at because then it's there's almost There's less or like, more judgment coming Yeah, it's like, oh, so you want me to come. Why? Mm-hmm. What do you want to sell me right now? You know yeah. what I mean? Or if they come and they just don't like it, they're going to be like, can we still be friends yeah. if I just am not into this? It's like if you're a musician, you give your buddy your album and he's like, this isn't good. Like, yeah. Are you still going to be friends? But you don't want to listen to our music? <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I, do, I do get just even this, this, the social part of it and you know, the cues that you pick up and where to push and where to pull. And, and really if they just understand it's authentic about you, yeah. like it's all, it, as soon as someone actually realizes that you care more about them, um, then that usually shifts. I'll also say this cause I was talking to some other neighbors that I have. Uh, one of them actually does go here and I was talking to the other neighbor who lives with him that has come a little bit and he was talking about uh how how good it's been that he knows the guy that he lives with his life isn't perfect if that hasn't stopped him from bringing him and that doesn't stop the guy from coming into church every week so it's the example of i'm trying to be i'm trying to work at this i'm trying to be a better person i'm trying to follow jesus and i'm still messy because we're all people in process so the guy who gets to come every once in a while who lives with him gets to see that process and still comes with him. But that isn't the deterrent either because he's honest with them. He's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm just working this thing out and you can keep coming with me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, you don't have to, cause I, even as you were saying that, I know that's been a deterrent for me many years of like, well, then they're going to know that I am about this church thing. So what they see me do now is going to have to be filtered through that lens. Am I representing this? Am I doing this? It's like, no, if you're honest and vulnerable, this is why you didn't put a Northgate sticker on your car. No, there's other reasons for that. <laughs> That's the reason I don't put any stickers on my car. Uh, 
And it's also, a I'm a really, okay, I'm I also understand. a really Makes bad sense. driver, so I don't want to damage That's, Northgate. Stop it. All right. I'll move <laughs> off of that little landmine. Do you have a Northgate sticker on your truck? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think you do. I think Ken and Jerry were the only ones that had them on there. And then we'd get have... calls up to the church about Jerry's driving. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Oh, that was good times. Anyway, yeah, you don't have to be perfect to invite. It's actually probably more impactful to be honest and vulnerable in the process and what we're all about here. Yeah, that's good. So on the um, theme of Christmas and this invitation, this is good because this might actually come up um, for the those who you're inviting and that are like, why are you celebrating Christmas? And, you know, this is all commercial and Hallmark or... You know, this isn't even like the real days and times. Is this what Jesus would really have wanted? Yeah, 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 Yeah. right. Um, So we thought we would maybe today just have a conversation. Without any answers. Yeah. Or most answers. But just to to talk about some things to normalize some of this for you or maybe give you a sense of release uh, when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we've been... I mean, it, it happens. We get it at Easter. We get it at Christmas. We get it at Good Friday. We get all these big stuff where people um, decide that that's the time to... Um, speak up. Speak up. Yeah, yeah. So they have some valid concerns. And, and honestly, I mean, like you... This is the reason I, I said we should probably maybe talk about it today. You even talked about it in your message a little bit. Misconceptions that we have of the mm-hmm. wise men being at the manger and stuff. And... That doesn't mean that you need to take the wise men out of your nativity set because that still is a great reminder of that part of the story. Yeah. And like, you can't include the like, where are you going to put the wise men in another room and just be like, well, that's the Egypt scene that happened when they were out there. Right. So it can still serve as a great reminder. That's kind of the point of well, it. Well, and even if you look at the nativity, I mean, we could break down the nativity. Exactly. And there was no like, you know, Yes, Dad was a carpenter, but he didn't, you know, build travel a nice and wood. build a yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably a slab of the concrete. the crib. You know, we've been waiting for this, and this is going to come. Yeah, it yeah. was exactly. It was a, yeah. it was a rock or that a was stone, carved. not concrete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they mixed it up right there and laid it out. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. like an animal trough stone that exactly. was carved out and probably a, a cave. Yep. Yeah. So all of that stuff to say, like, we're not. The the point isn't. I don't know. I don't know how much. Like I said, we don't have a ton of answers. I don't think the point of these things is to be completely historically accurate. Uh, so here's that. where this preface is coming from. Is just to clarify what John was saying is that you you will get a lot of people that says you know like the whole house the whole holiday crumbles under something that isn't historically accurate. Yeah. Right. So like the, the Jesus maybe wasn't even born on December twenty fifth. So therefore, it's all nonsense. And because you celebrate this as some sort of Christian holiday, your whole Christianity maybe is in question mm. because you're obviously not educated enough um, you know, to, to understand the reality and the cultural context then, right? Yep. Or the theological context, um, what Christmas truly is. And the same thing like you mentioned yep. with Easter. You know, like, well, what we're saying by that is that God cares more about what we know than the way that we worship him and, gosh, the, and the things that we do. so important to understand. Yeah. And I mean... I mean, that's it right there. You, that's, just, that's just what you yeah. should rest on when you're having those conversations. Is, is One, it's okay to say, I don't know. Because there's a lot of us out there that yeah. are like, uh, you just challenged me and I don't know the answer to that question. That doesn't mean you're an idiot. 
And it doesn't mean you don't yeah. love God and God doesn't love you and you're not a disciple and you're not going through a process. Yeah. Right? That's that's not just with Christmas or Easter. That's across that's, the board with everything. Seriously. There's going to be, you're Please, going yes. to continue to learn. You're going to continue to learn more. And, and that's what we talk about on this all the time yeah. about who are we coming? What are we studying? You're going to change your opinions on some things and some things that you know as you go further down the line. Well, and let's be honest. Like we were talking about, most of these people who are making comments um, or challenging you aren't studied themselves. They're studied in that one thing. Or, or it's because they read it somewhere yep. or heard it somewhere. Not because they've done the hard work to actually arrive there, hmm. right? We, we, we had this conversation around Easter of like the Good Friday versus Easter and what <laughs> days were. And, yeah. and it, when it comes, you know, you could you could get into the theological discussion, which is important and I think it's fun and I healthy. think it's great to have these theological discussions. You should, yes. Yeah. Um, but again, it, when we allow it to be like a house of cards and one card yes. is removed, and so then we just start questioning everything and what's going on and is this really all about Santa? <laughs> Yeah. And just this made up tooth fairy, yeah. you know, idealist, yeah. you know, um, commercial sensation. Yeah. Well, so there's also another thing about it too. And, you know, I, I grew up um, without the privilege of, I don't, am I allowed to say this? Are there children? If you have children listening with you right now, cover their ears, three, two, one. I grew up not believing in Santa. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, there we go. My point being... Uh, I know a lot of really great followers of Jesus today that did. And I know a lot of really great followers of Jesus who probably celebrate uh, Advent and the birth of Jesus way better than I do. And just because I grew up without something that's not in the Bible, you would think, oh, that makes you more spiritual because you're not wasting things or doing this. That's so dumb. <laughs> like... And that's what I've loved about the Advent devotional. That's what I've loved about many things. Because if we have to do things a certain way to see God, then we're missing the beauty of creation. We're missing what where he actually is in the greatness of God. Because yeah. then we're like, well, we have to go to the temple. We have to come to church on Sunday only to worship God. We can't do this on our own. We have to do this to speak with God. We have to... Uh, go into this room, yep. get on our knees to pray. Well, no, God can talk with you wherever you decide to engage him. And God's word is on your phone now, which is controversial. You know what I mean? You can experience God in the mundane. And actually, that's a better exercise than removing this stuff and saying something should be removed. And I'm not just talking about Christmas. Some things in your life should be removed and you shouldn't try to find God in them because they are not good. But most things, if we actually do the hard work of finding God and pursuing God in the things we're doing in the mundane in the other things yeah. there's greater depth and there's greater things to learn from that God isn't just an addition to your life he is your life he is everything right and that's why when these people um, and I've been them I don't want to just say these people that sounds offensive I have definitely been that in my life where I feel like I've brought a theological uh, silver bullet to some conversation to say Oh well, actually, you're you're not doing. That's different. Like the 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 wise men being in Egypt. I have probably in my life said that to somebody. Like, well, they weren't in the nativity, and that just comes off in my experience. I've come off as arrogant or um, judgmental, and I don't want that to be my thing. So I'm just gonna be honest. If someone's listening and like, well, I, that's me. You're judging me right now. Like, no, I've done it too. I get it. But I've well, missed the And some of it, yeah, it's the spirit of it. Yeah. I mean, can you, can we just sell, I mean, we just don't celebrate stuff enough. Yeah. yeah. 
And this isn't like the, you know, the participation trophy. I mean, like truly celebrating something mm -hmm. and other people and like actually finding joy in moments. And that's what we want to do is we want to steal it away from people because we want to be like, no, 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 you're not right. So therefore, you know, you can't participate. I um, was having a conversation with someone the other day and they're like, yeah, we got rid of the Christmas tree because we don't want our kids to, you know, that's not what this is about. And, uh. I just think that there's ways that we can redeem things mm -hmm. or just you can find, you don't even have to be that creative to me, but like, you know, for us, the Christmas tree in reality, uh, the Christmas season is kind of an Ebenezer of testimonies, like our ornaments. Mm -hmm. They're all specific. And that was one thing that, you know, my wife loves and the kids love doing the ornaments. I like doing the lights. They all do the ornaments, but they pull each one out individually and, like even this year, they run in and they're like, look at this one or look at what I looked like then or look at the ornament I made here or look at this family trip we went on. So like yeah. my wife's super smart about this stuff. You know, everywhere we go is like a family or a family trip. She always finds a Christmas ornament hmm. as essentially a, a testimony of like, this is part of our story and something we did. Yeah. So then you can draw from the memories from that and the moments you have or the, the good things or even difficult things of where God provided in that stuff. So then it's literally standing there covered in our story, mm. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you can share that with other people and you get to share that with, you know, each other. And so just in that, that's a simple way mm -hmm. to, you know, redeem it per se, not like yeah. it needs to be, but to, to make it point back to testimony stuff rather than just decoration and decorations are fine and good too, you know? Yeah. And those are some of the things that we, we were talking about in the um, Northgate daily devotional, the Advent stuff, you know, we kicked it off with Megan Friedman. She was the first day in December 1st and talked about how she got really upset about a kneeling Santa at a manger scene, right? In a nativity. <laughs> That's I've so seen great. him too. Dude, I saw a picture of a nativity on Instagram and it was three cages and they were Mary, Joseph and Jesus were all three in different cages. And I have no idea what the message was behind the nativity, but it was like a work of art nativity. And I just started laughing. Anyway, sorry. People get creative. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was left. <laughs> so just in that, you know, like, and it's like, well, that's not right. That's not helpful. And then it's like, well, look at, I mean, that's essentially showing you Christmas bows down and saying it's all about Jesus. I mean, yeah. don't look at the literal, look at like the story that's into things with that. I mean, there's, yeah. so yeah, there's not a whole lot of answers, but that can be a deterrent for you also inviting someone. Yeah. Cause you're like. I don't need to get into this. It's just controversial all of a sudden. And it's challenging to me, which then usually challenges intimidating because it's usually aggressive. Mm. It's not really seeking answers. It's making statements. And those statements usually feel like you're an idiot. Yeah, totally. And and that's not the point behind the invite. And, you know, it, the, the, the controversy, the questioning, like, like I said, I love that if it makes you think and makes you question things, not even change things, but if it makes you question things that you're doing, that's my favorite thing. Like I just want, well, that's where growth comes. Exactly. Out. And you might change, you might not change, but regardless, you just spent mental energy and time focusing on whether what you're doing is honoring God with your life. And yeah. that's what we're all about. We should Love be it. moving forward to that. So, so who don't are you inviting? Yeah. Who are yeah. you inviting? 
Yeah, don't don't miss this opportunity, friends. I hope you're having a, just a great Christmas and finding some joy in the small little moments. Mm. Love you guys. See you next week. Peace on Earth. <laughs>